one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, and welcome to our Fast Lane Predictions. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by Michael Hampler from What Culture to look ahead to this weekend's Fastlane Premium Live event. No messing about then. Just five matches on the card at time of recording. We're going to go bottom to top according to the Wikipedia page for this, which means we start with the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship match, Hamlet. The Judgment Day, represented by Finn Balor and Damian Priest, versus Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso. Yeah, kind of great this. Yeah. Um, as we're recording this, everything is seemingly well again in the Judgment Day. Rhea Ripley made it very clear that Dominic Mysterio had to get his North American title back, otherwise it wasn't worth coming back. Ooh. And he did. Yeah. So all is well again in the Judgment Day, but it may not be that way for very long. Finn Balor is apparently carrying, what, a real-life injury so, from yeah. the weekend, so they can play with Finn Balor being the weak link in the team. All has been rosy with Priest and Balor, it would seem, since winning the belts, but losing them to J.U. Stone Cody Rose, which I believe is going to happen this Sunday, uh, or this Saturday, whenever it is. The title change here will kind of, like, escalate the divide again, not least when there might be other business conducted by mm. one of the members of the team later on in the show. Stick around this video and more. Oh. But yeah, I think the Judgment Day losing the belts now returns us to where we were maybe about a month ago, where it looked like all of it was going to fall apart at the yeah. seams. Um, Cody and Jay winning the tag belts, even if it's just for the short term, it's yeah. kind of fascinating. Um, it again vindicates Jay Uso's decision to move to Raw and try and start his life again. We've got Jimmy Uso working later on the show, so imagine if it does open the show like it opens this review. I where, like that. Where he walks backstage with a belt over his shoulder. I've been done with my life, things are pretty great. And you, and there's the contrast. You've of course got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn who have fallen short. I think they'll factor into it. I think they'll. I think they'll get rid of the JD McDonough, yeah. Dominic Mysterio interference that inevitably is going to happen on the promise of maybe a title shot, yeah. and then further tension heading into what we assume will be Wargate. It's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah babyface is going over for me. I agree, Cody and Jay. Uh, Cody finishes the story as he's always saying, <laughs> trying to win the tag team titles with a member of the Usos. It's what Dusty would have wanted. Yeah. I think it's going to be class, this. Yeah. And, and yeah, the Damien Priest factor in all this, which we'll circle back to a little bit later on, makes me more convinced that they're dropping the tag titles here, even though it's a weird, yeah, sort of makeshift tag team. Mm. Look, this, hopefully, I mean, the right strike's over now, so Dwayne's gone back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hopefully will not affect my booking for WrestleMania 40 and Cody Rhodes finally winning the big one. Thanks, The Rock. Uh, right, we've got a six-man tag. I'm so excited for this. I think this could be a potential... Uh, match of the night. Mm -hmm. The Latino World Order, right? I've got something I want to say about this because the Wikipedia page says Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, mm -hmm. and either Joaquin Wilde or Cruz del Toro. Sorry, guys. I don't think it's going to be either of those two. Okay. I think it's going to be Dragon Lee added to ah, that team. Ah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but regardless, they're mm -hmm. facing Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits who've just sort of reformed after a bit of an issue yeah. uh, with... Uh, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford still trying to be nice guys. Yeah, the um, 
Street Profits, I guess, proved themselves to Bobby Lashley in last week's SmackDown when they attacked Santos Escobar immediately after the Santos and Ray match. Now, interestingly, WWE shot this in just such a stunning way oh. where if you watch this clip back, it looks very much like Santos Escobar, a guy kind of pushed to his breaking point by defeats to Rey Mysterio. His father figure looked like he was about to snap, mm. but instead it was his legs being pulled out from underneath him by the Street Profits. And I think that continues on here. You need a win to establish this new unit, not just as like the new roughshod bullies yeah. of SmackDown, but as guys that actually get it done when it matters. Anyone can do a beatdown and jump somebody from behind. It's like, can you make it count on the night? It doesn't exactly validate Bobby Lashley's position as a leader if they lose on their first big night. We're not going back to the days of the Zelina Vega groups of 2020. They kind of know how to get stables over. Triple H bloody loves getting a stable over just so he can tear it apart. <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't have to do that every time. So yeah, I think they get their big first statement win here. And I imagine that this has to be feeding into the tension between Ray and Santos. Another, like Ray will be like, never mind, dust yourself off. I'm still a champ. What's the problem? And Santos is like, again, are you kidding me, Ray? Like, keep building that because this... This turn that we all know is going to happen has become oh. about the magic is now in the the when rather than the if. It's happening, but the drama is about when's he going to do it. Yeah, those of you who listen to the SmackDown preview and review podcast, <laughs> what culture wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from, no, I will not shut up about this because it's one of my favourite things going on in wrestling right now. And the factoring in of Dragon Lee mm. sort of involves that as well because I want Ray on, let's say, SmackDown this week to say the team to face Bobby Lashley in the Street Profits is going to be Santos Escobar and channeling his own his, uh, Lonely Island <laughs> scans past Joaquin scans past Cruz Dragon Lee yes and Joaquin Wild and Cruz del Toro will therefore subsequently align with uh, Santos Escobar oh, when he because otherwise they'd be like, why is Akin Ray? He's great. Yeah. They're like, no, yeah, screw that old guy. Uh, with young guns mm -hmm. and great stuff. It's good use of the fact they put Dragon Lee on all three shows to kind of basically unveil him properly to so WWE. Fast, yeah. yeah, and I, I, I'm expecting big things from him, despite the fact he's going to be on the losing side here. I don't think he eats the pinfall. Santos can probably eat it because he's turning. Yeah. You can just eat losses when you turn in. You could push Rey Mysterio out of the way of a Bobby Lashley spear. And take the bullet. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> uh, right, let's move on to the triple threat. Oh, where have I seen this before? Uh, the WWE <laughs> Women's Championship is on the line. EO Sky, Asuka, Charlotte Flair. I did like the way they got to this with Bailey saying, we accept your challenge for a triple threat. And EO going, that's not what Asuka said. <laughs> um, does EO retain regardless uh, of, uh, of Bailey putting her in this position? Uh, she does not. Oh, no. I, uh, nobody should wish to channel their inner Vince McMahon ever, but it's hard not to when you're predicting the Charlotte. No! It's what they do. Um, they have... Charlotte Flair, as we talked about before, we've joked about, but why, it's not a joke, it's a shoot. She has a lifetime money in the bank contract. Yeah. She comes out and she says, well, I'm cashing in. You're cashing in what? I'm cashing in on being Charlotte Flair. <laughs> um, Eel Sky's run, right, in, in defence of potentially moving a belt on a Charlotte Flair for maybe some other stuff that they might be cooking up. Has not been great. Um, mm. It was a big moment at SummerSlam, but to be honest, that's all there is to take from it currently. Like the match with uh, Asuka was okay, like, but then to be fair, the SmackDown Women's Division has just been okay. There's not much to really grab onto in the story. And WWE finally gave you something last week. It was Bailey accepting on behalf of the Sky and them kind of bringing back up the damaged Qataral tension that had been parked a little bit. Finally, there is something emotional to sink your teeth into, and I think the next step in that is taking the belt of field. I know it's not popular, but I think there's a I think there's a better EO Sky title reign than the one we're living through currently. Okay. And like I'm not saying this, I'm saying this as somebody that watches WWE. When in doubt, they do pivot to Charlotte Flair. You might be right. I'm gonna go hopefully head and heart combined and say EO Sky retains, maybe with some damaged guitar shenanigans that she didn't actually request. Yeah. 
because EO Sky is slowly turning babyface as part of this, and Bailey is just, well, be a Bailey. The stable can't get along. <laughs> but, huh? Asuka's obviously uh, heading off to the uh, best wrestling show of the week, NXT, so I don't want her to get pinned. I want Charlotte Flair to get pinned because of shenanigans. Okay. And while she's like, Oh, bloody hell! I've bloody lost a match, which means I should get another title match, because I always get title matches. I'm Charlotte Flair. This is following the match, by the way. She's there. She's going to... Oh, I deserve another shot, me. I want to face you again at... What's the next one? Oh, God. Crown Jewel. Yeah. Uh, Crown Jewel, I want to face you. But before you can get a response from Bailey or EO or Dakota, I suppose, who should appear to lay out Charlotte Flair but a debuting Jade Cargill. Oh, yes. We literally just reported on the news this morning uh, that Cargill is going to be there backstage at Fastlane, maybe just to get, you know, PLE vibes. Mm -hmm. uh, I do quite like the booking of her showing up for the first time at Survivor Series, but get her out there ASAP as well for me. Um, you could do a huge marquee match, Charlotte Flair versus Jade Cargill at Crown Jewel, for example, or save that for Survivor something Series, involving maybe. Survivor Series war games, etc. Yeah. Um, but yeah, EO Sky retains and Jade Cargill uh, is revealed to the WWE fans because they've already done the big fanfare on mm -hmm. both Raw and SmackDown talking about how much of a game changer she is. Nobody is believable at saying, I'm the queen of this place and I always will be, countering that as Jade Cargill. Yeah. Like a perfect counter. Like, whatever you thought you were, you're not now because I'm here. Mm. Like them two feels like a natural first parent. I love that. Hell of a way to start her streak as well. Beating yeah. Not beating just jobbers, mm. being Charlotte Flair. There is a Charlotte Flair in there that was once entrusted with your Ronda Rousey matches, with your matches that helped get people through that next level, like Becky Lynch. I can't even imagine the time where they were best friends trying to help each other up, but there was definitely a time where Charlotte Flair was that person. The Trish Stratus retirement match, if she's got one of those yeah. performances in her, yeah. like helping Jade Cargill get off to the best possible start would be an amazing achievement. Yeah, and you want to, you know, like I say, build up Jade Cargill and having to come in and maybe even squash Charlotte Flair yeah. would make people think, like, if they don't know who she is, uh -huh. who the bloody hell's that? Look at the size of her, yeah. anyway. But she's just beaten whatever that graphic that they keep changing in the corner of her Tron says. Quick pitch, quick pitch. Charlotte Flair and Cody versus Jade Cargill and Shaq. Who the hell? No, that wasn't there. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be 
big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash whatculture. Next, uh, we've got John Cena and L.A. Greatest tag team of all time uh, versus uh, the Bloodline, watered down version, uh, Jimmy Uso <laughs> and Solo Sokoa. Um, there's, there's only one winner here. There is, um, and there's already been one winner, and that's LA Knight. The week that he got in Paul Heyman's face for the first time was kind of captivating because it's the first guy in a while. John Cena, we know, he's just here for this short spell. Might get even shorter now the strike's over. He might do NXT than Bale, but like... Um, what a sign-off. I know. <laughs> I've done what I always wanted to do, corner Carmelo Hayes. <laughs> but uh, I know that, like, obviously he was always just here for a short time. Um, LA Knight is the first guy in a while to be introduced brand new to the bloodline. And what a moment that was. Like, we've said that, like, for no matter how, where you stand on the bloodline currently or Roman Reigns, whatever, the one thing I think everybody agreed on that was it was kind of in need of somebody else to mix in with. Yes. We had a lot of these, like, bloodline derbies, didn't we? You know, like, and Sammy and Kevin's stuff with them was concluded and done and dusted. Cody can't get back there just yet until WrestleMania. So Elliot Knight being the guy to mix in is just absolutely captivating while he is on this crest of a wave and he's right there. Roman Reigns being the bridge to his, like, top-line supremacy is fascinating stuff. And this is his intro into it. Of course, Elliot Knight and John Cena get the win. And, of course, SmackDown is teased on... Well, the post-Fastlane SmackDown is teased on the premise of what the hell is Roman Reigns going to say now that Jimmy Uso, this clown that rejected uh, a jet... Yeah, a title match. Yeah, uh, rejected every offer and then called Roman a bitch. Like, <laughs> is now the guy that is losing in the name of the bloodline. Like, the consequence of those actions are going to be the hook for the following SmackDown. So they're even thinking forward. You yeah. know my love for the bloodline story. I think it's the best storyline in wrestling in years, mm. and I'm still on board with it. It lost its way slightly following yeah. SummerSlam, but I, I've kind of won you over on this whole. What the hell's up with Jimmy Uso? He's really trying to overcompensate yeah. on SmackDown, mm. like he did the Roman. Come on, wise man, give me the mic, God, thing. I'm amazing, that. He keeps being like, yeah, we're the bloodline, guys. High five, Solo. <laughs> solo. Just, no. That not... bump he took off the medium slap. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. He's getting pinned. He's yeah. getting pinned in this match mm-hmm. after Solo's done all the hard work, basically. He's going to get too cocky, he's going to get pinned, and he's going to get absolutely bollocked, mm-hmm. if not beaten to a pulp by Roman Reigns on the SmackDown following this show. Yeah, LA Knight to get the victory to say, I've pinned one member of the bloodline, and maybe you pinned Solo Sokoa, I don't know. Does Roman give him the extra life by saying, well, you can save yourself, you've just got to win the tag belts of Cody and Jay at Crown Jewel, and there's your tag title. Oh! Fantastic, that. Uh, right, the way we book this, our main event mm-hmm. is... I think it will be. Yeah, yeah. I think possibly will be with the way we're going with this. Seth freaking Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura, a last man standing match for the World Heavyweight Championship. It's the worst thing on Raw. <laughs> like, Raw is cooking, Triple H is cooking, yeah. the chef himself. But um, 
this has been the worst thing on Raw. Not least because, right, I think I had a lot of faith going into the payback match. They had done this really fantastic job of building Shinsuke Nakamura up as a believable four-week TV challenger. And then he lost. Clean. <laughs> it was done. It was over. Finito. So they instead had to like work backwards to try and get one more match. And they tried well, to. He's this... offered one more match whilst Seth Rollins was really injured and he went, no, I don't want that. Yeah, like they tried to like spin that as mind games. I've not enjoyed Seth Rollins basically returning to Earth. I don't want Seth Rollins no. as a human being. Does anybody? I thought we we all agreed, Seth Rollins included, that the weird space alien guy in all the Elton John clothes was the version of Seth Rollins that we all agreed yeah. was, was the one. And then like, and I understand for one brief build that you talk about, oh, your wife and your kid and I'm going to break your back and all that, fine, for like a one month there. But for a two month stretched out thing where we've basically seen Seth Rollins almost morph back into a normal human being, not for me, Jeff, not for me at all. To the point where, though I believe Seth Rollins retains this title against Shinsuke Nakamura, from honest Wilborn, I'm kind of getting sick of seeing him as world heavyweight champion. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from with that one. I think Seth Rollins retains as well, like you say, a, a, a match where, I'm begging you WWE, do a last man standing match where there are five counts maximum. Don't take one. It's when they like get, they go, oh bloody hell, Shinsuke's hit a suplex, better start counting. What is it with- it's A hit like five Kinshasa's, then start a count. It's not even the wrestler's fault, but like, Danielson and Starks had a strap match and then a Texas death match. And WWE booked a strap match and a last man standing match within the weeks following that. But it's like, oh no, we've got to compete with the best wrestler in the world. Yeah. What are they thinking? And Brian Danielson. Uh, <laughs> but I think, yeah, Seth Rollins, back injury and all, he's going to get that targeted by a Shinsuke. There's going to be brutal chair shots. He's going to get dropped on the, mm. the, the tables and stuff like that. But he's going to gut through curb stomp out of nowhere or something like that like that he's gonna crumple as he curb stomps and oh, climb up just make it to the count of 10 on the ropes yay Seth Rollins is retain the world heavyweight championship what could possibly go wrong here comes Damien Priest because Damien if you're watching this well, subscribe like share <laughs> I bet he already does um, but there is never a better time to cash in on a world champion than immediately after a match where the objective is try and make them not be able to even stand yeah. in 10 seconds. Damien Priest, to circle back to what we said to at the beginning, is going to be like, well, it's all going wrong in Judgment Day, but uh, I may have lost the title, but I'm going to be leaving this place with something. Yeah. And he's going to be leaving with the World Heavyweight Championship because as much as he is eventually going to become a babyface World Heavyweight Champion, in our opinion, I mm -hmm. think, um, for now, I think Cashins work far better if it's a heel and Seth being like, oh, oh God, bloody back. Oh, yay. Oh, oh bollocks. <laughs> Here comes Damien Priest and he kicks his ass, wins the title in like 60 seconds. What about if, because of the tag match, the still injured Finn Balor goes off to the hospital in a purple ambulance and Rhea and Dominic are like, we're going to have to go with him and Damien's like, I I'm kind of going to stay here. I don't want to tell you why, but I think you should yeah. probably stick around the line. No, we have to go with Finn. And JD McDonough's the guy that like like smashes Seth from behind or something just to give Damien the advantage after the match. Damien hasn't even walked out, but that little manipulator has stuck around. And little he like weasel, hits, yeah. hits him with a chair and Damien's like, well, I'm gonna take advantage. You've really helped me there. Am I gonna have to accept you into this group now? Like, yeah. Damien Priest leaves Fastlane as world heavyweight champion. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know your predictions in the comments section below. We'll be doing all the fallout from this, of course, in the coming days. Enjoy Fastlane. You can follow him on Twitter at Michael Hamlet, me at Adam Wilborn, all of us at WorldCultureWE. Thanks for watching. We'll see you soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.